Hey, nerds! Support VentureForth over on our Patreon and unlock exclusive bonus content. Now on to the show. Hi, I'm Flynn. Kalakoma. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to VentureForth. Previously, you all had escaped a harrowing battle with the Order of the Red Wolf. After foiling their dastardly plan to open a portal to the Plane of Fire, you all were able to be resurrected and finish the fight and close the portal yourselves, capturing two of their agents in the process and sending them back to Hayfried's Void. Now, in tow, you all have five civilians with you who were also captured by the Red Wolf, the Order of the Red Wolf, and are now traveling with them back to Nestle Valley, where you hope to get them back to safety. Just this morning, you all had sent Shreya off after news of Kaylin, who is one of Flynn's associates, now in Keed, as she might have some more information on someone who is possibly hunting members of the Iron Light Collective. With this news, you all decided that Shreya would be the fastest one to be able to get there, collect the information, and return to you, so he set off over the Bartok Rise and out of your eyeline. And now leaves you all here in the cold morning air with the Dakir Ruins just down the hill and the Bartok Rise just above you. The new day dawns. What would you all like to do? Uh, I'm going to find myself a quiet corner and I'm going to... Um... I'm going to sit beneath uh, the biggest tree I can find. We're sort of on this hillside, right? Yes, you are. Yeah, covered in trees. I'm going to um, uh, sit um, within the the embrace of, of uh, any large roots I can, uh, and I'm going to close my eyes tightly and then open them, and uh, in the casting of Sending, uh, look for the tether uh, that will lead me to Xavier. Okay, and easy enough, you're able to find it. I will reach out. Grab that tether, uh, curl it around my hand, and pull it to my heart, and uh, cast ascending. Achungis. Savior. It's Kellek. <clears throat> uh, we need a favor. Can you travel yourself to Saddlemount and open Hayfried's portal there? It's a. Uh, help a friend and very soon you hear back good to hear from you I can head over there today should be open in the next few hours hope all is well send Oma my love unable to respond I'll like have a have a little smile to myself um I would have liked to hopefully woken up when Zorkal had woken up he actually took the last watch, so he was up hours before. Um, I would like to try and mimic his morning routine, um, but not make it or like like take notes of like what okay. he does. He actually he all he woke all of you up um, 
this morning, he seemed like he was ready to go before you guys had even woke. Okay. <laughs> um, I will just wake up then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like hanging out. We had said goodbye to Shraya, and and I'm just gonna sit around and and kind of unpack and repack my bag. Okay. I'll return around the corner. Um, and look at this company. How many, uh, uh, we have four uh, civilians with us? There are five. Five. Five of them. Okay. Yeah. Four dwarves? They're all dwarves. They're all dwarves. Yes. Five, okay. <sighs> uh, I'll kind of stand uh, presentationally. Probably time we hit the road then. Is everyone able to, to move on their own or uh, the folks need assistance? And uh, you look to these these couple of dwarves, and they all look to be standing on their own at this point. Um, they sort of give you some nods that they're all ready to go. Um, and and one of them steps forward, uh, the the dwarf who seemed to be the husband of of the dwarf who was previously slain, um, steps forward and says, "I I think we're ready to go." We were planning on heading back towards Nestle Valley. Is there anybody who has to go another direction? You see the same dwarf look around. And, I think all of us are from the same place. I think we're all good to go there. Oh, okay. Um, I turn to um, Zorkal. <clears throat> well, I guess this is where we part. Um, you're on your way back to Addersfeld? I was planning on going back to Addersfeld, yes. Um, but in the company that you all presently hold and the fact that you just lost one of your members, I am more than willing to provide extra security, um, at least heading south for a little bit before I have to split off. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, that, that works. Um, never mind then. I guess we can go. Um, are we gonna, like, how are we gonna keep everyone together? Are we getting a wagon? Like, what? I'll look around. Is there, like, any, like, form of transportation that was left here that, that these, uh, Red Wolf people used? Make a perception check for me. I figured some of them are like hurt. I'm not even gonna look at my stats because it's so low. <laughs> Two plus, I think it's like a few numbers. I don't know. <laughs> um, looking around and looking back down at the ruins, yeah. um, you don't, you didn't see anything. Um, does Does anyone look like they can't walk? No, they all look like they're capable of walking. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know, Flynn. I I think we're just gonna have to walk. Okay, I mean that's fine with me. Um, do we need to do anything else before we head out? If anyone needs any help. Uh, Please alert us. Uh, we're only strong as our most vulnerable. So, we'll take care of you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, let's head out. Right. Yeah, to Nestle Valley. Yeah. And then through the tunnels of Westbury? And then... Who knows, I guess? Well, there's a lot to do. Yeah. Does anyone sometimes feel like there's so much to do that you don't know what to do next? Uh, all the time. How do you decide? Well, usually, I'm chasing you lot <laughs> to whatever the next thing that's on fire is. Oh, so I, I don't. Uh, I can set something on fire if we should set do that and then um, go towards uh, it. It's merely a figure of a speech. Oh. But we are often running towards something on fire. Well, Do you see how it could be a little confusing, the figure of speech? I just... <laughs> just... 
close my eyes and and, and rub my temples <laughs> in frustration. Yes, I suppose that could be considered confusing. Regardless, um... I don't know, the, the void is open before us. We have so many adversaries, and they're all out in the wind now. But, uh, we do oh, have two... Oh, they're not all out in the wind, yeah! Right. Okay, so we should go towards Marstock. It's a place to start. Yeah, and get some answers. We have to expose some kind of vulnerability. Within this order of the Red Wolf, we have to find a, a, a weak spot yeah, to... Yeah, maybe we can check on Kale. I wonder what's going to... We're walking, as I'm saying this. I assume so. <laughs> We're walking. Yes. Yeah. 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 I wonder what's going to happen to 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 the one who who you used to report to, you know, the big lady, and Artemisia. And, and the other one from the Hollow Guard. I wonder what's going to happen to them if they miss Kale again. I mean, Corvin Amberstone said that, like, they were well, going to be in big trouble if he, they if he they slipped didn't past send them again. Artemisia. They they sent the two from the hollow cart. Right, and they're going to be in big trouble. I think they did say Artemisia uh, was going to be in trouble too. Varus and um, who but was the he, other but one? But Amberstone said that that she was going to be in trouble too because they all report to her. So they're 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 in for some 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 big trouble because because of us. Mm, what does trouble look like for failure in the or the Red Wolf? Well, I mean. For failing to capture one person, one human at that, repeatedly over and over again? I don't know. I mean, are they overflowing with capable members? Because Artemisia is about as powerful a being as I've never known. So it's not like he's going to dispose of her. Well, should we check on Kale? Um, I can. Uh, Flynn, do you still have that, um, that key, that device you pulled from the stone? Yeah, I have it in my bag. Why? Uh, just, I think it's worth studying or, or bringing that out to Hayfried to okay. discuss, because that's, for lack of a better word, um, a key to this whole problem. <laughs> well, also, doesn't, didn't, didn't Hayfried work for the Red Wolf? Wouldn't. I, I can't remember. Did but we he ever... wasn't very high up. He just said that oh. he's worked with a lot of bad people, and at one point he did some work for them. Was he supposed to be doing research or checking on stuff? Maybe he has information that we could ask him uh. since the last time we talked to him about it. Also, I'm kind of confused. Like, there's the Red Wolf and the Hollow Guard, and then there's Vasunath. How are they all connected again? Also, there's the Banuk tribe now uh, oh that seems God. to have aligned themselves with these so and, many names. And the, the Shraya Priyana, what it, what was that? Uh, yeah. Some some other name that we've also never heard of before. And then it's something to do with the waste and the history book I have. Okay, so Hollow Guard was first, right? That's who that's, and I'll look to Oma. That's so who we dealt with, well, kind of. So when I, yes, I guess we can start from there. When I worked for the Hollow Guard, we were set after this man who ended up being Kale's dad because he made keys. And so the Hollow Guard was looking for keys. Now, it kind of seems like the Hollow Guard was looking for keys for the Red Wolf. So there was some mixture there um, of people working for each other. Mm. Clearly, like the uppers of the Hollow Guard do work for the Red Wolf. And, and I didn't know that at the time, obviously. And and 
Kalik, you came from somewhere that that also apparently works for the hollow works for <laughs> the Red Wolf. Well, uh, it would appear, despite my great displeasure admitting it, and I sort of reflect on the the sky above. That Artemisia is truly faithfully aligned with the Red Wolf, but that doesn't mean all of the Temple of Femir is done so. So unclear? I was cast out for exposing her or trying to, but they didn't know better. Mm, Seems a little fishy to me. So if I get this right, it seems like the Hollow Guard was working for the Red Wolf, like the Red Wolf is the, the bigger... Batter people. It seems that way. It seems like it seems like the red wolf is just like has all these arms, uh-huh. and they extend into all these other organizations to do their thing, like the Banuk tribe. Okay, which that's where we found Thaddeus was being shipped uh-huh. by the Banuk tribe. Well, so I mean, when like, we encountered the Banuk tribe, they were a neutral organization, famed for their neutral. But not okay. anymore. Uh, no. Okay, and, and then and there's truly, the two twin drow. Uh, so like they've got the Imperators of Kangxi. Okay. Yeah. That thing. Uh, which so I believe those. is the two crown symbol we've come across as well. Oh, so yeah, I think like I saw the, that in a cave. Yeah, it in a mine. Like the red wolf is like slowly um, acquiring, you know, huh. other shady people. And then who, who among the buried uh, factions of this world is not in the pocket of this animal? I can think of one. The Ironite. No. The agents of repair. <laughs> I, yeah. No, true. the iron light. We don't know anything about the iron light. Someone's trying to kill all of them. Okay, so we're they not might talking still about the iron light right now. I'll we're talking about the other one. Puriana. Maybe he owns the iron light. We don't know anything. The Strata Puriana. Yeah, the Strata Puriana. The Strata Puriana. Strata. Like Strata. up above. Strata? Up above? Uh, I don't know. The cosmos. That's called Strata? I think so. I just like turn to look <laughs> up at the sky. Look at and I'll look up as well. Um, okay. Hey, Zorka, what's the sky called? It is called the sky. You nailed it the first try. <laughs> I think you're wrong, Kellick. It's called the sky. All right. Um, okay. So I understand that. And then, then Vosronoth. Hold on. This starts with Vosronoth. Yeah. Right? I, but, but I don't know anything about him, he so I can't fast. really say it starts with him. A humanoid with... Holes where his eyes should be. That's really? Real. That's terrifying. That we know that? Yeah. Or that was at least the description given to us by Zeta. Do you think she actually saw him, though? It could have been an avatar. And do they have their own organization, or is it just like the Red Wolf is is trying to be partners with the Boss Renoth? Well, Death has a life. I the cult the of the Red Wolf. I know we're calling them the Red Wolf, but they're really the cult of the Red Wolf. The order they fought. of the Red Wolf is what they would tell us they were. But they're a right, cult. we should really be respectful of, of uh, the bad right. guys I mean, organization. I just think precision is helpful in this discussion. I'm Fair considering enough. all the names, right? So, it starts with the outcast. The Order of the Red Wolf serves who may the or, outcast. Who may or may not be a, a son or a daughter. No, am I wrong? Well, I thought the, they served Corbin Amberstone. Corbin mm. Amberstone is the right hand of the Red Wolf. And the Red Wolf is who? We don't. We fought the we Red Wolf. We found the corpse in the in the tomb of the oh. Red Wolf. We put the crown back on him. Okay. Do we think that's Bostronoth or that was no, who we They serve no. the outcast. In death as in life, I serve the outcast. Okay, that makes sense. I remember that. 
Right? Yeah. Okay. Also important to note, the Red Wolf is the father of the Fallen Storm. Right. And the son of Archway Dalmuk, who uh, I don't know how Archway Dalmuk factors into all of this, but okay. that's a name I haven't heard in many years. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit lost, but I think I understand... You and me both, Flynn. <laughs> I really, I mean, it's a bunch of a bunch of baddies. And I spend a lot of time looking at how things connect to one another, and even I'm struggling with some of yeah. these. They're, they're far out. So the Cult of the Red Wolf. Order. The Order of the Red Wolf support the outcast, who is Vasranath. Correct. Okay, so Corvin Amberstone is kind of leading... Corvin Amberstone is kind of leading the Order of the Red Wolf it right now. It seems he is their... Um, de facto I, leader. Okay. That makes well sense. Well put, Homer. Yeah. I know words. And how do the crystals come Real in? Real ones, too. Um, The crystals, I think, were something that Kale's army did. Maybe... Kale's army? Yeah. Kale is, a, is, is a, like a commander in the army or like whatever, like a big lieutenant guy. Okay. And he was being chased by the Order of the Red Wolf, and they trapped him in prison crystals. What? What? What was? What army was he with? The Kaldorian army. Okay. Yeah, but he's human. Kel is a general of the Kaldorian. Yeah, like a big, big guy, big guy up in the. But he's up on in a the run, thing. so I wonder if he's uh, derelict from duty. Well, he also, there was some business about a spy. Like, his dad was talking to um, your person. They, or we thought they would maybe. They had a spy on the other side, remember? And then, like, when we were in the tunnel, or not in the tunnel, but when we were in Adderstall the first time and we went through that that house, the, the bombed-out house, and we found that there was probably a spy. Because, you know, that's where we got the sigil. and uh, Kaldor, yes. But, so, so, Kale had some, or Kale's dad, which is Brom, um, he had some kind of spy, maybe? They had some guy in Addersfeld or Coldcrest that they were talking to. Um, but th- there were some, you had some letters, we had some letters between Kale and Brom that were like, don't trust this person anymore, or something like that. About Artemisia. Huh. Um, did you assume they were about Artemisia, or were they actually about Artemisia? They I'm going to pull out her. the notes. If I Do I still have the letters? Um, yes, you would. It, you didn't get rid of them. So I'm gonna like stick my arm in my bag and I had just been like clearing out my bag and putting everything back in. So I kind of remember where I put all the papers. I like rolled them all up together um, and I'm gonna like rifle through them. Um, do I see Artemisia's name on any of them in the letters that were between? Um, yes, you do. You see her name specifically. As she's doing this, I'm just gonna snatch a, a dandelion off of the, the path as we're walking and just, just blow the little puffs off of it. Um. When he does this, can I see that happen? Yeah. Do um, right. do you seem happy or having fun? Uh, make an insight check. Sure. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> yeah, like, an insight check. I'm not trying to hide it. No, but yeah, it's yeah. kind of a neutral I'm just trying gesture. to read. Yeah, I'm just trying to read if this is like enjoyable. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> a really low, low roll. It's like four plus something. <laughs> Hard to tell. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I I seem just uh, from the morning. Maybe a little bit. Um, you, you've seen me now, kind of like fall into a state where I'm I'm passive, and this is I'm in that same kind of place where it's like there's a little bit of distance mm-hmm. in the way that I'm regarding everyone. I, 
Oma, you pull out the, the document, and as you're flipping through it, you do find the exact document that you were looking for, and you do see that, that Artemisia's name is specifically mentioned uh, in that document. Okay, so so Artemisia was already talking to Brom way back when. Do you think do you think she was pretending? Um, or or do you think she he always knew she was after the keys? She was pretending. And she's an incredible performer. Artemisia was the, the bright hope. She was a new dawn for the Temple of Thamir after one of the darkest dusks. When did she take over? Uh, about 10 years ago. Okay, so during the war? Mm hmm. So she could have been a spy the whole time. Maybe she actually works. Maybe she was always with the cult of the order, order of the Red Wolf. And she just tried to make it and make her way up. But why would she do that? I'm For just, power? I'm just twisting the, the stem of the dandelion in my fingers. I'm kind of just like focusing on it really intently. I don't know. Artemisia used the power of Famir to strike us down. It's horrible. It's worse than I imagined. Do you have any way to talk to your god? Zachary? Yeah, maybe he knows. About what? About the old gods and, and turning. Maybe the old gods just want power any way they can, so they're willing to align with the, an order of a red wolf. Well, why don't you just... And Vasranath. Why don't you just ask the old god? Can't you still talk to them? Would uh, you want to? After almost, after actually dying because of power from them? Well, it's not like they did it. I talk to them all the time. But I've never heard back from Femir. Hmm. There might be something to it, Alma, if the uh, old gods are dissipating uh, if they're suffering then they might turn to a power like the outcast to try and maintain an edge yeah I don't know but where, yeah. where are they getting their power from who the outcast um well they're connected to Archfey, right so no that's the red wolf I don't really know if we can answer it or if I'm even looking for an answer. Just worrisome. Well, Are they getting it from the new gods? The world began with gods. And uh, the gods existed in contrast to nothingness. And perhaps that nothingness was the outcast. That's terrifying. And I, I flick the, the stem of the dandelion away. Mm, grasping its straws. But these are powers beyond our comprehension. Yeah, okay, let's skip the gods for now because we don't know anything about that. Let's talk about the waste a little bit, right? And how um, the waste and the Dirkia ruins were kind of similar. At one point, like, and maybe the waste is growing? Yeah. Didn't you get that from your history book? Yeah, in the book. And I'll, I'll go and I'll pull the book out um, of my bag as we're, as we're strolling. And Yeah, and this, um, it was saying that it was a city? 
a before? So, like, where everything looked like to meet? Um, can I see that thing? Yeah. I'll, I'll hand it to him. Grab the book. I'm going to flip it open, DM, and I want to see... The title of the book is The Tragedy of the Loss. Yes. What is the loss? Can I find that information, like what the book's thesis is? Um, yeah, so just flipping through the first couple pages, um, it, it sort of gives a, a brief overview of what the, what the book is going to be talking about. And you discern that the loss was the event that took place that made the waste that turned the city that was at the center and everything around it, um, as well as a couple of other cities that were there at the time, into sand that now is the waste. Um, can I find the, the in this description, can I find the name of, of this the original city, this uh, city of the, uh, the, the center city of this whole world? Yeah, for sure. So that, that center city where all of the the um, borders of the lands come together and, and meet in this central um, sort of religious as well as geographical center of the world. Um, you see that it's called Primordia. The city of Primordia. What? Interesting. It strikes me that the name of this book, right? The tragedy of the loss. The thing that was lost. The city, Primordia. The beginning of I, um, I don't know, does the whole world uh, become the waste at the end of all of this? Is that what it's destined for? Oh. Does it say it's growing? I, I don't think, and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> just like shuffling through pages. There are some, um, like, rough sketches which is what you what you actually can see the geography from yeah. there are some rough sketches of the waste and um from what you read on this first couple pages it was like it was an event that happened that created this this massive desert yeah. and um from what Flynn knows the amount of time that this book was written it was written a long long time ago um and the the drawings and the sketches that are in there the waste looks just about the same as it does today. Okay. Maybe some of the borders have shifted a little bit compared to the map that you guys have, um, but looks about the same size. Not from the conclusion of these uh, historians. Well, that's good. Does it say how? Does it say exactly how it happened? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the event? Can I, or like what caused the event? I guess. Um, yeah, so you, in order to discern that, you would probably have to read through um, most of the book, sure. uh, probably a couple hours. Um, but uh, is that something that you, that you want to do on this journey south, is uh, start flipping through this book? I, I sort of flip through this book to find, see if I can find a quick answer for Flynn. And I just, um, I look up from it and I, I, I think I'll need some time with this, um, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, but maybe... Uh, maybe if we uh, uh, stop in Nestle Valley. Okay. Speaking of, um, and I, I stir the book for now. When we left Nestle Valley, they were, they just called, summoned the, the cold pikes to come and deal with the Nothics? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hope everything's all right there. Well, where we're going to go to see. Also, uh, Westbury. Mm -hmm. Didn't we get a letter 
in the Iron Light uh, about a problem that Westbury was having. Oh, did we? I'll uh, dig through my bag and uh, pull up the... All right, yeah. Okay, I got it. Um, all right, so... Here's... assistance. Uh, Flynn, you gotta speak up. I don't know what you're saying. Or, okay. or just summarize. For right, us. right. I'm, I'm, I'm speed reading. Uh, okay, it's uh, there's beasts from somewhere not from here. Um, that's scary. And people are missing their family members. Wait, why don't we just do this oh, one over hot. there? Uh, I turn to. Wait, I still don't understand. There's what? One moment, I turn to the the dwarves that we're traveling with. Uh. Are you all from Westbury? Aye, we're all originally from there. Yes. Interdimensional creatures coming out. Kidnappings in Westbury. We might have the answer to this one too. They were uh, they were gonna use these people to yeah summon more monsters. Well, were you guys kidnapped did. from Westbury, all of you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> most of us uh, in our sleep, from what we were just yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay, so that's solved. So you can get a check mark on your yeah. little blue ribbon <laughs> for that one. Hey, Zorkal. Yes. Um, do you think Flynn has reached his like silly status or whatever? There's the the to get the thingy with the <laughs> it's with not the thingy. Silly, okay, but to get the like like the badge of honor or whatever you want to call it. If because I mean he did save your life. Do you have trophies? With you at all? Oh yeah, and I'll go in the bag and I'll pull out the arm uh, or the hand okay, of the. Okay, but he's also got notes that have been signed off. Doesn't even that... if, even if you had not, uh, it pains me to say, but I would be willing to personally vouch for your, your. Uh, you would. Yeah, well, you saved me. I think I owe you one. Wait, wait, wait! I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Say that again. We're not moving as fast as we need to be <laughs> to get to uh, <laughs> to get to Nestle Valley by nighttime. So I think we should start to move quicker. Okay, but okay. One question: Do we have to like go back to Addersfeld, or can they just like send him whatever he needs to have to be like full, fully fledged? No, he needs to be there. Ah. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. We we have certain um, not only rituals, but uh, things that items like this, and he pats his um, he pats his pauldron on the shoulder. um, Things that imbue with magical abilities that uh, are not sent through the mail. Okay, Flynn, are you going to be less of a pain in the ass if we get this done for you? I'm not a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the ass. What? <laughs> I'm, oh. with, I'm with little girl. <laughs> so, so, Flynn, are you going to be less like, I'm not powerful enough and I'm a wah, 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 sad boy if we do this thing for you? You're mean. Are you going to answer the question? Are you going to be better? Can you better? rephrase it nicely? Yeah, are you going to be will better? I that was pretty mean. Right? I mean, you're mean, but jeez. Okay, don't push your luck. I'm on I'm on your side for this. Are How's you going to be better? Are you going to be better and not like work yourself to the bone so that you're exhausted all the time if we do this thing for you? Um, no promises. Why? Well, there's people hunting us now that are apparently like okay, us. Okay, no, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, this whole thing has been like, I gotta do this to become a sentinel. I gotta do this to become a sentinel. So once you're a sentinel, like, will that be it? Are you just gonna, like, be cool? There is much more independence. I will say that. Yeah, it must be nice. Yes. <laughs> Look at him. Like you've been making a lot of decisions independently already. So, I mean. <laughs> So I'm just trying to say 
I would really Once, like my poultry. I'm just observing okay. this with amusement. I'm just, <laughs> just watching this like a, a carnival. So like once you get the pauldron yeah. and you're a sentinel and apparently people are going to be trying to kill you, um, you're going to be, be practicing to get better so I can defend myself against the people trying to kill me, yes. Right, but you're not going to be like, I got to do this and then we got to go back to Addersfeld and I got to do this and then I got to go back to Addersfeld and I got to do this. and the, well, we've got, I don't know if you've been listening, but we've got a lot to do. Yes, yeah, I, okay, here. Yes, once I get this, it'll give me some more independence. And But I mean, there are, there are not rules, but there's like things that Sentinels so, are a task to do. Like Zorko, some people- Zorko was tasked to do this Red Wolf nonsense. Can't can't you just get tasked to do it, Zorko? Can't you just tell well, Meloru that Flynn was helping you and that Flynn is going to take point? Yes, um, I am only stationed at Thattersfeld and taking orders from Meloru continually. Um, because I choose to do so at this moment. Okay. And Zorko's eyes kind of linger on Flynn for a moment longer. But, um, I, but I wink because I heard everything. <laughs> sort of shakes his head. Um, <laughs> theoretically, uh, once you leave Addersfeld this last time, you don't need to go back. Uh, as I'm sure you know, um, with uh, Victor, it could be years until you return. <sighs> If you would God. like. Yeah. I'm only stationed there because I choose to be. So. Okay. Yeah, so we'll have a little bit of freeway to, leeway to take care of this. Of course, after we figure out what's going on with people trying to kill us. Me. Uh, so I'll point uh, to Yeah, Thorful. well, we can help you do that. We were already doing that. I mean, that's yeah. why Shreya left. I'm not saying let's not do that. I'm well, just that... saying, like, are you going to be less, like, I got to listen to Melaru every second of every day? I didn't. Well, I mean, she is the boss. So it sounds like you're saying yes. So just say yes. Yes. Thank you. I nod serenely, <laughs> like a father. And uh, I, I will slowly stroll away from that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Trying to distance myself from this mean little girl. <laughs> and I'm, I will, I'm not being mean. <laughs> and I will saddle up uh, next to Zorkol. And um, speaking of power, um, what have you found? And I'll pull out my Sentinel book and my bestiary as we're walking, kind of just like flip through pages and show him some stuff that I've seen. Do you want to like trade notes? Um, probably not at this moment. And he reaches his right hand up to sort of scratch at his face. And as he's coming back down, he signs to you with a couple flurries of his fingers. Cool. Um, the words fall back and he, his slow starts, his pace starts sure. to slow. I'll, uh, I'll notice that. I'll block it and I'll, uh, slowly kind of like let myself drop to the back of the pack and in a way that like we're going to flank the the, the civilians so we have mm -hmm. the back covered and okay. uh, so the two sentinels but us two will be in the back and then they can be in the front covering the okay. front. I, as we walk past Flynn you're walking so slow Flynn well, I know you've got short legs but come on I'm gonna go to the back with Zorko and we can watch from the, the, the rear to make sure no one from the back gets lost or falls or gets attacked this is like a typical thing that we learn in, in the Iron Lake Okay. Okay, bye. And I'll walk to the back with Zorgal. Okay. Um, do I hear anything weird going on? Or, like, do I see anything out of place? Like, I'll look, take a quick look around when he says he's going to, like, circle the civilians to <laughs> make, make a sure. perception check? Yeah. Okay. Seven. <laughs> you don't see anything weird, but, I mean, it makes sense to have some fighters in the back just to blank the... the civilians who 
are not trained in uh, any sort of combat. What do you want? Um, and he goes and he he looks at the the book that you pulled out. Mm-hmm. Um, the bestiary or the uh, the spell the spell list of spells from. Oh, he first he he grabs the bestiary. Okay. Um, and he starts flipping through uh, the notes that you've taken on, on the monsters that you've taken down, and he uh, he passes by the page of the Cyclops, and you see his eyes kind of raise and, and a little bit yeah. impressed. Awesome. Um, and he uh, he puts it down and gives it back to you, and he says, um, "If if you don't mind, we can uh, next time we are stopped, uh, we could trade notes. I'd love to." Take down what you have taken yeah. down, and you can uh, have some of what I have taken down. Help as well. each other, right? Yes, um, like a team. We're, we're I wouldn't team. go that far. What? Um, okay. Also, Fine. I uh, this morning before everyone woke up, I went back down to the ruins, um, and I, I I don't know exactly what this is, but and he takes out a, a small piece of parchment, mm-hmm. um, and he says. I just this was written all over um, the the central pillar that the key was put into, um, and it was also inlaid at the bottom of the the pillars that everyone was strapped to. Um, I don't know what it says though. And he hands you a, a piece of paper, okay, and you unroll it, and you can see very clearly, um, and what you can now read as oh. infernal. You see, um, four lines written out there um it etched in a very similar way to uh to how you guys had actually etched the infernal previously and it says what has come to pass shall come again the seeds we sow have been for naught our only path forward is to expand beyond the end is the beginning end is the beginning i say out loud huh what do you think all this means I don't know. I cannot even read it. Um, oh. Um, I just heard you say the end yeah, is the beginning. That's the thing I can kind of do now, I guess. I had a uh, thing in, like a demon or some devil or something in me, in my head. Um, it, like takes a step back. It's it's fine now. I mean, it's, it's out, I think. It's in a cage um, where we're going. You can see it. It's pretty weird. Very dark. Um, it lets you read uh, whatever language this is. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, I can understand it now. No. I mean, I call that useful. So, uh, what did the full thing say? While while this conversation's been going on, DM, can I have been uh, reading the the oh, for tragedy sure. of the lost? Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There is going to be a a slight. Slight, um, not quite disadvantage because you are traveling while reading sure. it, but yeah. you will still be able to get quite a bit done. Once, I, once Alma and Flynn started bickering, I probably would have just... <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, this is fine. I'm just going to like keep my ears open, but I'll start reading. I look over at Kalik and he's reading, and I look back at Flynn and Zorkal, and they're just like chatting, and I just am kicking a rock <laughs> <laughs> as we walk. Um, and like murmuring to myself. <laughs> All right. Um, so it says... What has come to pass shall come again. The seeds we sow have been for naught. Our only uh, path 
forward is to expand beyond. The end is the, is the beginning. That's the last part today. Um, so maybe you, I can bring this to the team if that's all right. They're kind of I smart. don't know how much you trust them, so I, I wanted to give this to you, and you can you can decide. Okay, don't tell them this, but I trust them with my life. Shit. Okay, then. Yeah. So. As I'm kicking around <laughs> forward with, and like with incredible <laughs> precision <laughs> and murmuring to myself, and like my head is bobbing as I'm like having an argument basically with myself in my head, just like <laughs> with Flynn in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Almost arguing even when she's alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why do you think I'm so good at it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're. They mean a lot. Okay, then uh, feel free to do with this information what you will. Okay. Uh, I'll see if they know anything. Um. Yeah. Really cool to be hanging out with you. Mm hmm. <laughs> Why did you, Why did you bully me? Ah, uh, shit. I didn't think I'd be getting that question. Um, Like, I was just trying to do my best, and, like, I know I didn't really fit in, but... Like, what? I know I'm not as tall as you, and I know I'm not as strong. Or... Not as smart. But... I tried. And as I uh, trying will only get you so far. Um, I did not believe you belong there. Now I am proven incorrect. Good. I'm gonna keep proving you wrong. Okay. Saved your life. And as I walk away. <laughs> hey guys. Um. I. I immediately still like shake myself out of my. What? What? I'm uh -huh. still still wrapped in the book. I found a, or well, Zorkel gave me this paper, and it's in like a, the weird language, but I can read it. So I guess it's like before. Anyway, um, uh, at this I put, um, put I, my head up. Yeah, I look at it, and it looks like the carvings that we got from the from the cave. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, the the same symbology, not the exact same like lettering, mm -hmm. but um, very clearly the same symbology. Okay. Oh yeah, that was all over the cave. Yeah. You know, like uh, in death as in life, we will serve the outcast. Spooky. Yeah, I mean, this one's just like that. You want to read it? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. read it. Okay, so uh, it says, "What has come to pass shall pass." Crap. Hold on, that's that's wrong. What? Are you sure you can read it? <laughs> what has come to pass shall come again. The seeds we sow have been for naught. Our only path forward is to expand beyond. The end is the beginning. Well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, they're getting keys to, to go to other planes. Yeah. Is that expand the expansion beyond? beyond? Yeah. And apparently, Zorko found this all over the ruins. All this, this scribbles all over the ruins. Do you think the scribbles were there, like, after the ruins were ruins or before the ruins were ruins? Oh, it has know. come to pass. It'll come again. Like, like were they freshly scribbled ruin on the ruins? I'll look at the, the paper. Does it look like it has been... Newly formed or written? Or um, looking at them, the letters themselves look pretty distinctive. Um, you'd think if they were there for a while, there would be they like some some uh, wearing on the edges and okay. everything. But all the lines look pretty um, straight. I mean, this looks pretty new. 
or ish. So, what came to pass that they're trying to make come again? Um. Well, the ruins became a ruins because of some yeah, reason, right? It, I, mean, I, I hold the book up and I tap it. Yeah. Keep yeah. reading. The loss. Yeah. I Is think that's what's coming again. <clears throat> According unclear. to their deranged. Because why wouldn't they just do that in the waste then? Idea. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. But it's already a waste. Maybe they're trying to make it bigger, like you said. Those are two different cities, though. The Dakir ruins are different than the Waste. Unless the same thing happened well, in both places. maybe something in that book about the Dakir ruins. But we're not far from the Waste. The seeds we sow have been for naught. Maybe something went wrong? The seeds we sow present tense have oh. been for naught. Yeah, like they've been trying to sow chaos, but it hasn't been working. Yeah. I mean, seems kind of like it's working. Expand beyond? Yeah, with the planes. Yeah, like yeah. they're hoping to other planes. I mean, yeah. that, that, one, oh. that one makes the most sense like out of key. all of them. Yeah, I mean, that one makes the most sense. How me. does allowing a creature spewing magma through a gate into this world help anyone? Well, the end is the beginning. Yeah. So, like, Thing kill me and then I'll start again. And I don't know, isn't that like all, all like orders and cults and things? They're like, kill me so I can, like... Are you experienced in this? Yeah. Um, no. I don't know any cults off the top of my head. Unless you count the new gods. Well, I haven't really been with any cults, but like, we did die and come back. So, do you feel any different? What do you mean? Like, after dying and coming back? Like, my end was the beginning? Yeah. Do you feel like a newborn baby? I I look at her. (laughs) I I scowl at her and take offense to this. No, I no. Do your knees feel any better? No, they don't feel any better, Alma. Thank oh. you for asking. So <laughs> you don't feel like it's a beginning? No, and I don't think that's what they meant. Either. Can't you just ask your god to fix your knees? <laughs> He's not. Have I just, the power to I fix just that. like shake my head with incredulity. Oh, and I'll just ask them to end the war while I'm at it. Right? Yeah, that'd be a good that idea. That seems really yeah, helpful. Yeah, that would save I'll us a just, lot of time. I'll just, you know. Cast ascending spell. Well, actually, I mean, the war is between the old gods and the new gods and, like, their followers. So, like, I can see why, you know, it's yeah, hard wait. for them to end it. So, if you, like, the new gods, does that mean that you're, like, for what Kaldor is doing to promote them? Um. I think it's a little bit more complex than that, Flynn. Well, I just would like an answer. No, of, of course not. I. The killing being done is uh, repulsive to me. But, um... I don't know, I... In truth... Uh, you say I like the new cats, but I... That is the extent of my relationship. I have a sort of, um... A tenuous friendship with Zachariel. And I just, like, look at the center of my palm with the scar. But my relationship with Vermeer was like totally different. I loved her. Zachary to me is like um, uh, maybe closer to your relationship with uh, LaRue. Mm. A person with power whose aims I think I understand and respect, but I don't like the way he's going about what he's doing. Yeah. 
body. Similarly, then, gives me the power to make my own changes to this world. And the old gods didn't? Or the sample didn't? I sort of shrug. Um, it's not as simple as that. I served for Mir for 30 years, more. And the new gods took her out? Killed her? Like, I can't remember what happened. Why, why are the new gods gone now? Her power flows through Artemisia to smite us. And the war persists because the old gods refuse to loosen their grasp of Andel and Genbaldir. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I don't know. I never really talked about any gods before now. Me either. So, isn't it fair to say that just because you lived in a place that supports the new old gods and Kellic has a new god? I mean, why does that really affect us? I think people should get to listen to whatever god they want to listen to and like why 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 do we have to have a big war because of it well, you know yeah i mean i think so too i think you should be able to worship whoever you want but when one person worshiping a god tries to force it on someone else and is killing in the name of that god that's not okay but that's happening in both directions when did when did that happen in both directions at Coldcrest. they attacked an outpost. If they didn't attack well, it, they wouldn't have fought. But outposts exist for the reason to continue war. Outposts exist to protect. And if a new god follower is attacking someone that doesn't believe, that's wrong. I'm, I don't really have any problems with the new gods. I just have the problems with the people that are following them. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them are doing some bad things. And I think the bad things are happening because of a, a country, though, not because of, like, those, those, the army is the army of Kaldor. They're not the army of the new gods. When the tomb of the Red Wolf was cracked, shadows spilled across the Timberland and afflicted a mighty curse upon the people of Shreya's little commune. The old gods abandoned those people. They never showed them the ways to create their own power. They, those people relied on the power of the gods to protect them. And when that power disappeared, they were helpless, like little children. The new gods aim to change that. And they're content to do it through bloodshed. That seems to be the only way anything gets done around here. In this land. Even in our efforts, we've had to cut down mortals. Men and women. And I don't know how how big does that scale become when you're trying to change the whole world. I just don't think killing innocent people because they don't follow the same God you do is okay. 
even if the aim is to give those people the means to their own salvation. Let them follow who they want. That's what they purport. Zachary believes in giving people a choice. But he doesn't think that the people of Andel and Gandalf there have that choice. And for a decade of my life, I took that choice away from people. Does I just like become like cloistered? Like I just like my my vision just like leans down and I sort of stop making eye contact. I'll um I'll go towards the side of the road. Are there still dandelions? I'd like to pick one up and just walk back over to Kelly. Um, just I I miss, you said your head was kind of like cloistered. You're pointed down. I will kind of put the dandelion like in his in his view. I'll take it. So we... We help them. We help. Help them understand. Help who understand? Everyone. You have... For lack of a better term, a foot in both camps. You have a lot of knowledge about both sides. You can spread that knowledge and maybe... Maybe make help people understand so we don't have to fight. So they don't have to fight. So so Kaldor can stop attacking and so the old god followers can make a better choice. You went to bed the other night, but but Kellic and I were talking about all we really need is for people to understand that the old gods are dead and done. Well and that there's no hope. So Maybe not leap with that though. Okay, well, but like that they're dead, so. But that one. We don't need them. Well, Lady is using the power still, so. They're not quite dead, I don't think. Yeah. But they're losing power. They might be something else entirely. Do you think. The outcast is. One of the gods? Old or new? I think he's. To use them. The word of this order, the, he's beyond. Beyond the gods. Do you think... He is the outcast from... Do you think the old gods went to the outcast for power? And that that's their edge? They're trying to use him to get power to fight the new gods? Maybe. The outcast, do you think he was one of the gods and... I don't know. That was outcast from being a god? Maybe he's a new god that was outcast? Maybe that's why he is the outcast, because he was outcast from the... New gods, or the old gods. From the old gods. Yeah, one of them. I mean... We we talked about outcasts being not inside, being outside. Not in the in crowd. The in crowd are the the old gods. The old gods? That makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, because... It's a little bit like a cudgel in this very precise argument, but it makes sense to me. So, until we know otherwise, maybe we just uh, lead with that. Yeah, I mean, it could... Since it's been there for a while, I don't know how long ago the new gods got here, but it seems like the outcast has been around for a long, long time. It might make sense that the outcast is an old god that was outcast for being an old god. Maybe that's how the new gods started. Maybe the new gods are the outcast. No, I don't think that. No. Because they're, I mean, they're older than I am, but they're not that old. 
Okay. Watch the new gods? N- yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, they're... The war's only been going Fairly on for young. like... Yeah, the war's only been going on for like 30 years. I mean, it takes a while to make a god, I would assume. But maybe they didn't get the team set up until now. My understanding was that they dethroned the old gods, that they... Yeah. Found a way. I, I don't There's know how. There's a lot. I'm but hungry. don't you think... So here's the thing, though. Don't you think because... Because... Uh, yeah, like I always forget her name. It's so weird. Artemisia? Yeah. Because Maybe Artemisia... Maybe call her Frida? Is that easier? Frida? Frida Artemisia. No, that's not any easier. You could call it her Calum. Reason- okay, that's not... I'm over Calum right now. Frida Artemisia. No, I'm just going to call her Artemisia. <laughs> but if I forget it, I'm just going to ask Destrata you. Destrada Priyana. Raya Parana. Yeah. Yeah. I think Flynn's right. I think that's right. Um, um, no, what I was going to say, stop into, stop distracting me. I was going to say that if Artemisia is using, is, is part of the Order of the Red Wolf and supports the outcast, but is using powers from an old god, wouldn't it stand to reason that the old gods have supported the outcast and that the outcast was outcast from the old gods not from the new unless there's some way I mean, there's to combine the powers when i found artemisia she was doing some kind of dark ritual and maybe she found a way to i don't know uh combine the our connection to Femir. i think we have a lot of theories we just need answers and we have two people to extract those answers from Oh, that's right. And they reside in a dungeon of a practiced torturer. <laughs> so. Is it weird? That, is it probably bad that they're with the demon? Yeah, Do you think they're probably. already stone? No. Can you reach out to Hayfried or just how does that work? I can, I think. Does it get to his goopy void? That's a good question. I don't. Um... Well, uh, um, we'll figure it out eventually. Just uh, have hope, Kelly. Aye, well, given the options, hmm. I think hope is really the only choice I have. I'm going to turn to look at everyone behind us. How are you all holding up? We're good. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Steady pace? <laughs> A little tired, but I think we'll make it. Uh, speaking of, how, at this point, yeah, how... How long have we been walking? Um, at this point, it's been a couple hours, um, probably about midday. So we should probably stop and yeah. take a break. Do we know how long until we we get there? Um, you know from how long it took you to get from Nestle Valley to the Dakir Ruins? Mm-hmm. And it like took you better part of a day. Okay, so... Um, and you are traveling at a slightly slower speed just with the larger group now. Yeah. Um, so... But today you did leave a little bit earlier. So you're probably going to get there nighttime. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a midday break? I'm so hungry. Yes. Okay. I'm still observing this um, dandelion. May my end be the beginning. And I blow the little seeds off of it to go sprout other dandelions. Zorkal, we're going to take a break. Okay. Um, you want to... Right wanna, here? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You want to look, look at the books? Yeah, we can sit down. Cool. All right. And I'll go over to Zorkal and pull out my uh, bestiary first and kind of like exchange and see if he's got any monsters and notes of monsters that I get to meet or, or see. Okay. And I'm going to try to like look for berries and stuff outside. 
I'm gonna uh, like, read the tragedy of the lost. I'm gonna look for things that we can feed the people. All right. Um, so he has three detailed accounts of uh, monsters that you do not have. Okay. Um, you flip to the first one, and um, you can see that. Well, first and foremost, um, he's a pretty good artist. Like as as he sketched oh. these things, um, he's got some pretty good detail. Um, so. The first page that you flip to, it has a uh, an image there, a drawing of a almost lizard-like creature that has eight legs, and it looks it looks stocky and it looks muscular, and uh, you can see on the front it's got these rows of razor razor sharp teeth and like a snake's uh, forked tongue that okay. comes out of the front. Cool. Um, you can see these eyes that, even though it is a charcoal drawing, you can see um, they almost look like they're glowing. And um, some dark spikes that go along the back of the head um, and mm. down the spine into the tail. Um, and you can see that he has labeled this as a basilisk. Mm. So you can read his notes. You see, uh, You can see different weak points that okay. he has detailed out. You can see how difficult it is to uh, have combat with this thing, how long it usually takes in battle, as well as some other notes. The next one that you see that you have not taken down. Um, this creature just, it looks like a giant snake skeleton. Ugh. Like it doesn't have any flesh on it. It doesn't have any musculature. It is just bones. And uh, you can see it comes into the skull head of a snake, but the bottom jaw is like in two pieces. It's like ripped in half. And you can see that this one is labeled as a bone naga. What? Okay. And you get all the information on that as well. Cool. Um, lastly, there's another. I hope we never see the last any of one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last one you see um, is the most terrifying of the bunch. Um, you see a humanoid figure standing there, hunched over long arms draping down the front, um, long, what looks like wet draping hair coming over Ooh. the face. Um, you can see it drenched in uh, not only this this almost like goopy liquid, um, but Ooh. also uh, seaweed just dripping off of it um, as you see it labeled as a sea hag. Oh, way. Rose. And so you add all of those to your notes. You know, have detailed accounts on a sea hag, bone naga, and basilisk. Whoa, what is that? And I'll point to the, the uh, picture of the sea hag that you described. Um, something that you should pray that you never come across. It was unpleasant to say the least. It looks unpleasant. Did it smell unpleasant too? I, yes. You know, I'm finding that a lot of these things just smell. Just don't smell very bad. good. No, yeah. not at all. What about this one? And I'll point to the uh, the, the bone naga. Like, where did you fight that? Uh, that was uh, sort of up north. I went sort of by. It's next to Eremore. Um There's a place where um, a river uh, sort of intersects with the Summer Still Mountains. Huh. And I uh, I fought it at the base of the mountains. Which one of the, these? And I'll point to the book in general. Which one of these are the hardest for you to fight? Uh, the basilisk uh, provided its own set of challenges that oh. I did not enjoy. Like what? 
It starts to turn you to stone. What? Yes. Okay, as I fervently write that, <laughs> circle it, star it. Okay, good to know. Um, well, have you seen any of this stuff that I've seen? And I'll like hold him. To, I'll give him my book. Um, and he he immediately flips uh, first thing flips to the page with the cyclops. Yeah. And uh, begins <laughs> yeah. writing that down. Um, oh, do you want to see the? Uh, you want to see the necklace? And I'll go to my bag and I'll pull the necklace out because Kelly gave it to me, I believe. Um, yeah, Flint, and I'll, Flint's got it. yeah, I'll pull the necklace out of the bag and I'll. I'll it was wearing this. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, he continues to flip through. Um, he flips to the page with the hook horrors and he just like looks at it for a second, looks at his book, and it. You can see he's like comparing mm-hmm. his notes to your notes. Mm-hmm. Um, continues to flip, and uh, he stops. At the fire giant as well. Ooh, That's yeah. another one that he takes down. Um, and the rest of them, he uh, he doesn't take as much time with. He just sort of jots down the basic notes, but those are the two that he sort of takes some cool. time, really sees, you know, what's dangerous mm-hmm. about this, what do I avoid, and, and all that good stuff. Kellick, I'm going to have you roll an intelligence check for me. Oh, here we go. Do, do well. I know, I'm using, <laughs> using a die that's somewhat reliable. Natural 20. Yes, let's go, dude! <laughs> uh, for, everything. for a total in straight intelligence, right? This yep. is 23. Total oh, okay, that natural 20 is going to get so you. That's so perfect, man. Let's go, that's dude. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so, the tragedy of the loss. Read us the whole fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. It's a big book, so I'm not going to go <laughs> yeah, word yeah, for yeah. word. But I'll give you I'll give you uh, <laughs> this summary and some, some detailed points. Um so, the book starts out as uh, there was the city of Primordia. It also details in some of the other cities that were around Primordia at the time um, that are now engulfed by the waste. But reading through, it doesn't seem that these particular, the, the surrounding cities don't seem to play a huge part and are not focused too much in the narrative. Got it. Um, but then the book recounts a, uh, a time when in Primordia, there was a singular temple to the old gods um, that reached far into the sky um, right in the middle of Primordia. It was made of this this white marble and it was said that upon approaching Primordia you were able to see this temple from miles away, day or night. Um, And it it was this sort of beacon to the old gods. You also read that there was nearly constant worship done in this temple. Um, People from all over the world would make this a destination to come to. Um, Even non-religious people would come just to to see and to to witness um, this place. It also accounts um, the the city itself, not just the temple, but um, the city of Primordia, which was, is described as just as beautiful. gardens just about everywhere, each building um, seemingly incorporated into nature itself and and flowers constantly in bloom, um, food readily available. There seemed to be a very loose system of commerce where there was more than plenty for everyone, so there was no need for um, stealing. There was no need for... Uh, there was no, like, coveting what your neighbor had because you yourself had access to it. 
Um, and and even, even systems of money were only existing there as a remnant of the outside world. Beyond the city itself, you read further, and the temple at the center seemed to be a place where the old gods actually visited, physically went, physically appeared in their forms. You could approach Famir, let's say. You could shake Famir's hand. Let's say. <laughs> you could... Just for example. <laughs> ...have a conversation with a tear. Um, you read that Ilduria was, was much more distant, didn't come to the temple as often, but all of the old gods regularly made physical appearances there. Just at that information, I just, like, stop reading for a moment and, like, put, like, put my, my face in my hands and, like, sort of, like, bend into the, the spine of the book from where I'm seated. And then just, like, for a couple moments, and then I'll become aware that it's possible for somebody to be seeing me in this state. <laughs> I, just, I, I just get back to reading. Um, and then you see um, several different accounts. There, there seems to be a couple of different sets of notes at this point in the book. Um, you start to get the sense that details are now, in this point in the book, starting to become a little bit more sparse. Um, you see a couple different sets of notes from different people. Seems like stuff that was gathered um, about this. And you see a couple of different, slightly varying accounts of um, a, a small group of people who showed up one day to worship the old gods. Um, and with the natural 20, you find that they all wore red cloaks. Who, who, who did? These, these different accounts? These, no, the, um, the group that came one day to worship the old gods. Okay. Um, that that seems to be a fact that is similar throughout all of the accounts. Is uh, Some of the physical descriptions of these people varies in a couple of them, but all of them very distinctly say, this group wore red cloaks. Um, you see that they there was one of the group that was sort of heralded as not necessarily... Not necessarily the leader, but seems to be regarded as a chosen one. Um, a, someone a little bit more special uh, than, than the rest of them that they all held in, in a certain regard. Okay. This person, in all of the accounts, is regarded to as the Storm. All of the accounts then get into even less detail... Um, and, and fewer of them are written in the book as the event of the loss seems to, to begin. The accounts say that this storm, um, who was an individual, one day went to the temple and unleashed a great display of raw magical power that even in the presence of this magical temple uh, to the old gods that was already imbued with magic um, the accounts say that they have never witnessed anything like this and as the storm unleashed their power everything around them began to vaporize and turn to sand 
there was nothing that could be done, it seems. Um, it, you can you can read that. There were a couple of clerics there, the different gods that tried to band together to um, to destroy the storm that was destroying the, uh, the temple, but nothing seemed to work. And for days, even possibly expanding into weeks, this storm continued to unleash their raw magical power, turning everything miles and miles and miles around into sand. Everything, people, buildings, trees, disintegrated into sand. The book then accounts a group of of what is described as adventurers, a group of heroes, was assembled from all the different um, countries, from Kaldur, Ondel, Genboldir, and even Freywood. And these band of heroes got together and all went into the waste, never to be seen again. But days after they entered the waste, the waste stopped expanding. It was assumed within this book, and it is the author's opinion, that the heroes were victorious in in completing their mission, although either died from died in their victory or uh, dispersed into the wind to live their lives out once more. Are there descriptions of the physical appearance of any of these either heroes or of the storm himself, themselves? The storm is described as a young woman. And what about the heroes? Anything at all? Um, yes. So there were uh, there were two heroes from Genboldir, both Elven. Um, there was one hero from Ondale, human. There were three from Kaldur, who are all dwarven, and there was uh, one hero from Freywood, and their appearance is described as as sort of half animal, half human. Uh, it's, it's sort of a vague description. You don't exactly get details, but it does seem that they were like sort of walking the line between um, some sort of uh, humanoid and a beastly creature. Mm. No drow. <laughs> um, do I know anything about the Freywood in terms of their populace? Because each of these other ones, it seems to reflect where they're from, but I don't... Are they um, beast-like out there? Yeah, there's... Um, it is truly the wildest of wilds in, in Freywood. Yeah. Um, you know that civilization, if you could even call it that, is very sparse. It's more like mm. individual segmented tribes that... that um, very similar to actually the uh, the commune in, uh, in the Shadow, Shadow Timberlands. Timberlands. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of that sort of uh, commune uh, sort of thing, but a lot of the people there um, do hold nature in such a regard that druidic magic is very popular there. Okay. Oh, and I just kind of like lean back where I'm uh, seated to just like fall on my back and, and close my eyes. Do, uh, do I have time um, in the, within the short rest to cast sending, or would that that reading consume? The, oh, that reading would take. I figured every, yeah. it would take all of the reading that you did while walking, as and well this, as everything yeah. in the short rest. Yeah. Okay, 
then that's fine by me. I'll, uh, I'll, um... Guys, I found some berries! <laughs> Is anyone hungry? Not in the slightest. See a couple of the dwarves raise their hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here you go. Kellogg, do you still have any of that bread? What did Shia do with his crate? I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> I don't think we grabbed it. Did we leave it in the... in the... Nestle Valley? Shrug. Yeah, wasn't ours to watch. Um, do you still have that bread? I will look in my bag and dig around. Oh, um, I'll hold up some bread. Great. And I will hand out some bread and some berries to all of the dwarves. Okay, they seem content with uh, bread and berries. (laughs) Awesome. I will also enjoy some bread and berries as well. Okay. We're not far now from Nassau Valley. And then it's a pretty straight shot to Westbury. Yeah. Once people are done eating, uh, probably good to get to move on. Yeah, it sounds good. And then um, out of earshot of um, Zorkal, or I will say to Kellek more um, hushedly. So, uh, so I did some uh, trading of notes with Zorkal and his book. You know how I like write stuff down about monsters we fight. Yeah. He saw some some cool stuff. But there's this moment that I saw. When he was looking at my book, he like looked kind of impressed at some of the stuff that we found. So that's good. Then, yeah, I'm very glad for. Yeah, it. so he bought this like one thing that was like it turns you to stone. Um, to stone. How crazy is that? Well, um, we've seen a bunch of people turn to stone in Hayfried's uh, little bubble. Yeah, maybe he knows more about this. Or maybe that thing... I take a closer look. Maybe... Go with me here. Huh. To create an anti-venom, often we use some poultices and and some of the venom itself to, to treat poisons. Okay. If this thing turns people to stone, maybe the same principle can be applied. Maybe. To help with Hayfreed's um, well, I guess, past. Well, I mean, Zorkal said this is the most dangerous thing he's fought, but maybe we can try and go to where he fought it and get one or get its blood. I don't even know what we would need, but maybe uh, we can capture one. I mean, use it the, depends on how it does it, I suppose. But We um, could use the coin maybe to send one to Hayfreed into a cage. and you can study? Yeah. Yeah, and maybe fix his friends. But he has friends. No, decidedly not his friends. <laughs> okay. But I don't know if a man like Hayfried can even distinguish between friends and enemies anymore. Yeah, well. Yeah. You think he's got all, um, everything up there? He's been surprisingly cognizant for a man who's seen so many horrors. Yeah, right? So, uh, you know. So, yeah, me too. He's been an incredible help to us. Yeah. And I think we've helped him just a bit. At least to give him a new lease on all this. Yeah, I mean... Maybe this could be a way of saying thank you. I've, uh... Ever since I saw those statues... It made me think of the graveyards. And, uh, at, at 
Templars of Mirkeep, they, um, when you're a person of high status, uh, often um, a ritual is done so that your remains can be preserved in a statue. It's supposed to be a thing of dignity. Hmm. Um, your, your material remains stay here and your soul is sent to the heavens. Um, but Hayfried's graveyard is their souls are still there in, in those statues. Is that what he said? No, I'm, I'm making an inference. I mean, hopefully they are, because if they're the enemies, that means there are enemies, and if we can turn them out away from I stone, think they may have been his enemies when he was a servant of the Red Wolf, oh. so that would make them our friends. Oh. I mean, well, then we definitely should get them out. Loosely. But I think either way, if we get them out and they're our enemies, then we can ask them questions. Enemy or friend, then that's not a fate we should wish on anyone. And Hayfried knows that. Maybe we should ask Zorkal we fought this thing, and maybe we can try and get one on our way to wherever we're going at some point. I don't know. But I, I mean... I nod my head. Yeah, it might be helpful. I mean, especially if they have information on the Red Wolf, or on Vosrenoth, or the Outcast, or Hollow Guard, any of it. We need information right now. We need answers. Right now we just have theories. So if there's ways to get more answers, that might be a good one. I'd also strikes me we we have a debt to pay to Hayfried. Yeah. And I think relieving him of this burden mm. would mean a lot to him. Just from the little I know of the dwarf. Let's do it. Alright. Let's, let's put it on the list. Yeah, I'll add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Alma though, because it seems like she's kind of frazzled with all the stuff we're dealing with already. I think we should tell Alma she doesn't like to be left out That's of these true things. Too. I just never know uh, with her. Like I don't know how you deal with her. You do it so well. Like, I, I always butt heads. Uh, yeah, well, you just kind of let her run her course, you know? She's okay. she's only got so much energy. That's a good point. I never thought about the long haul. Yeah. It's the long, it's a long. And, and for, for what it's worth, you know, she's uh, got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. Despite the temperament. Yeah. She has some good points sometimes. Sometimes they're just a little mean. Yeah. Um, hard to argue with that. All right, I'll add it to the list, and maybe we'll run into one one day. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's done a lot. And I'll uh, reach down and uh, pick up the hand crossbow off my hip. How cool is this? And I'll aim it at a tree and shoot it. Then <laughs> What? It's fine. Well, there's just there's people around. You I aimed it away from the people. I know, but I got to practice with this thing, too. I was thinking about using this instead of the bow. I think it's cool. It's cooler, right? It's like well, you, you've given the bow off to Shreya. Well, yeah, I can't really do anything right now because I'm afraid if I do anything, it'll take the bow away or something. So, but I think in the future this might be kind of cool. Like, when I shoot it again at the tree. Yes, that's it's very cool, Flynn. Yeah, and I'll spin it in my finger and try and do a cool <laughs> move. Make a sleight of hand check. There it is. <laughs> Uh, 15. Looks pretty cool. Ah. Put it on my hip. All right. I think everyone's done eating. Yes. You want to get out of here? That's the valley. Westbury. Hayfried. Right. Let's go. Let's go, everyone. All right. Everyone can take the benefits of a short rest if you cool. would like. As you uh, continue moving on south to Nestle Valley. Is there? It's it's a pretty straight shot at this point. Um, is there anything that any of you want to do? 
before you get there? Um, I'd like to cast Sending, if I can do that while nice. we're walking. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm going to see if I can find Kale Drumwind's tether. Grab it, twist it around my hand, pull it to my heart. Ajongis. Kale. It's Kelek. Did you make it out all right? I fear for you and your family. We managed to pack most of our things. We're headed off to Westreach. Hopefully we can be lost in the crowds there. I take satisfaction in this answer. What did you find in the book? Did you pick up anything good? N- not too much. Really? What uh, are you no, doing? Uh, <laughs> this thing. How did, how did you find this book, Flynn? Well, it was, it was at the... Uh, the library. Remember back in... I know, but what made you pack it up? Well, I went to look for, like, spells and, like, magic stuff, and you know, I just came across it, and I was like, huh. This may be uh, one of the most important items in our collection of information here. I'm glad I grabbed it. I, I, uh... It tells the tale of a city called Primordia. Okay. That was this central place, this, this convergence of all the, the nations, right? Center of Elbor. Place where people lived happily, a utopia, and um, no nationalism, no uh, combative allegiances, just a place where people were taken care of by the gods uh, directly, even. Within it, there's a temple, a towering temple that you could go to to speak to the gods personally, the way you were describing earlier, a a way I've never had with Vimir. And my, my veneer cracks a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and the, uh, the wastes began when a group of red-cloaked figures <clears throat> appeared and savaged the temple with a great arcane eruption. A thing that Sundered the temple and grew the waste as if from nothing. Do you think it was them? What do you mean? Do you think it was the Red Wolf? Red cloaks? It's a bit of a. It's a bit on the nose, but I. Yeah. Straining to find another candidate. And when you said there was some kind of arcane magic, how'd they do that? I don't know, but it was performed by a young woman. Uh huh. They called the Storm. Beware the coming storm. Fallen storm. Isn't that, doesn't, maybe she's coming back. How did they stop it? Well, it's vague, but some team of heroes was formed by the various nations, Belbor, and these people ventured into the waste, and, well... This guy, and I just tap on the uh, the author's name at the <laughs> front panel of the book. Yeah. He seems to think that they stopped the spreading of the waste. Okay. And that either they died in the attempt or they went their separate ways. But it strikes me that if you stop something so cataclysmic, you're going to want some credit for it. Uh-huh. So I suspect they're either dead or still there or... Maybe they turned to stone too. It's... The options for that are... Yeah. Limitless. 
Honestly, I... I don't know, I... I've often dreamt of a place called the High Mountain where stories have always been told, legends of that's where the gods sit, that's their precipice where they look down on us and take care of us and all these mm. things and that's when they were usurped that they were pushed off for lack of a better word from the high mountain I, I wonder how connected that is from this tower if they're not you know um, alternate translations what's a tower if not a mountain in, of, of man-made mm. stone um, I don't know it's just a thought but very interesting. Yeah, this is, this is a lot of answers and then also a lot of questions. That seems to be the way of these things. Oh. Um, I do wonder if the heroes were not successful because the seeds of the Red Wolf have failed, according to your little prophecy on that parchment of yours. Right. So maybe the heroes didn't succeed, but the waste also halted on, on its own. Hmm. Maybe they stopped to do something else, and now they're coming back. Finish it? I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to say. Was it? Were they trying to keep it going? And then, what was? What were they trying to do? Take out the whole world? That seems to be the effort couldn't find anything in the book that suggested the aim of this fallen storm character. Well, in the book, she's referred to as the storm. So maybe there's another version of her? Fallen storm? Sounds pretty good to me. So for structure or hierarchy, yeah, we have Archfey, we have the outcast, Archfey Dalmuk, Redwood, Storm. Who's the Archfade Dalmuk again? Father of the Red Wolf. Got it. Whose body we found in a tomb should be dead. Right. But maybe isn't. Hmm. I just kind of, I just kind of like turn my palms up to the sky. I just, just I shrug my shoulders. Yeah. <sighs> At least we're getting <sighs> something put together here. It's a start. I mean, maybe once we get to Nestle Valley, we can take a break. Get some rest. And then... We should come up with... What questions we can ask the... Yeah. The people we captured. Yeah. We need to be smart. Because they are not going to be forthcoming. Yeah, it's true. I'm disappointed in myself for how little I was able to extract from... uh, Your little... Um... Tormentor. Right. Don't beat yourself up. Of course not. We're doing good. I know. I look uh, at the dwarves that we're traveling with, and especially at the um, the uh, woman whose throat was cut. We're doing as well as could be expected. Could be a lot worse. No kidding. And I uh, just stroll on for a bit as we make our way. Okay. And as you all continue your way south, um, the sun sets over the mountains 
And just off in the distance, you can see Nestle Valley once more. So as you approach, um, how are you? How are you all approaching Nestle Valley? It is uh, at this point nighttime, and seems to be pretty dark. I mean, just from the way we came, um, as as we get closer, can we see if there's a commotion going on? Does it seem like I want to know if <coughs> are things the, returning to yeah, business is, as usual? Is or it the cold pikes? Is that what they're called? Pikes, yeah. Are they? Yeah, that kind of stuff. What, what, what's the vibe we're getting? I'll have you make a perception check okay. for me. Can I assist? Sure. Yay. I'm going to turn to the dwarves. Are any of you from the village here? Like, do any of you have homes here? Or all of you are all of you from the other side of the mountain? And you see some of them sort of look at each other. No, we're all from the other side. We're also all from Westbury. Oh, okay. I don't know what time the tunnel goes back through, so we might need to sleep here tonight. <clears throat> okay. I guess we'll find out what time the tunnel train thingy. Um, if if we need to, we can. I mean, it's better than being dead, yeah? Definitely better than being dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12 on perception. Uh, eight for me. Um, Flint looks sort of like how you I don't left see, like, it. a dragon in the sky. No. <laughs> Great. No. Perfect. <laughs> um... Kellick, you just you just notice how quiet it is. In the morning you got there, there was a bunch of commotion, um, people getting to work. Now that it's nighttime, um, you're not seeing anyone running around like you had during the day. It just seems very quiet. Okay. Can we make our way towards the tunnel and see if there might be any train to take? Yes, you can. Um, as you actually walk into Nestle Valley, uh, you walk by the foothills that... Um, that the house that you guys had, had entered was on. Um, you can see a couple of those houses just on the interior. You could just see a little bit of like a flicker of, of fire just to keep light um, within these houses. And you pass down the road that passes the houses and you get to Nestle Valley proper. And all of these, these buildings, these machines of, of mining and industry are all completely silent. You do not hear anyone here. As you walk towards the entrance to the mountain where the, the rail car is, you pass by the massive mine that you guys had had entered into. And you don't see anyone there. It seems that all of the elevators are, are up at their top positions. But you do see, right next to one of the elevators, a pile of about 12 bodies. Like, what kind what of kind bodies? Of bodies? bodies or not what kind bodies? of bodies, DM? As you walk a little bit closer, you can see very distinctly Nothic okay. bodies that are very much dead. <laughs> seem to be just heaped on top of one another. Okay. Um, you can see several of them have um, like slash and stab wounds. A couple of them have been burned to a crisp. Okay. Um, and a couple of them seem to like have part of their skulls dented in. Um, but a pile of about 12 Nothic bodies. Okay. As you approach the, the actual tunnel towards... Um, the inside of the mountain, you can see the same two rail systems that go through. Um, you see that one of them completely empty. The other one has a rail cart on it, very similar to the one that you had seen before with the uh, with a little push lever to get it going. Before we move on from these bodies, yeah, I would like to, if nobody interrupts me, to to disintegrate them. I wouldn't with, uh, do anything. Okay, it's cool, cool. and I'll just set to work as, as quickly as possible but I don't want to 
Send them on. All right. Um, you get through about five. You get through six. And then all of a sudden, you're you're about halfway up one of the legs of one of them. And you can see the eye begins to twitch. And its muscles begin to twitch as it reaches up and swipes at you with its claw. Um, I am going to just make an attack <laughs> oh, roll. Oh, no! <laughs> as it just seems to be this, this frantic <laughs> movement. Does an 18 hit? An 18 hits, yeah. Uh-oh. It's going to be six points of slashing damage. Ah! It seems to be about halfway disintegrated up one of its legs. Um, Kellick, I'll give you the first move. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm just going to continue on doing my thing. Next, Coco! And uh, it's got to make a, a wisdom save. Okay, wisdom save. Gonna be an 11? That's going to be an 11. <laughs> yeah, that fails. Okay, how much um, damage is that? 2d12. Uh, it's nine points of necrotic damage. As the rest of it, torso, arms, everything up to the head disintegrates into ash. Gross. Alec, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I feel the worst for this sucker. That was close. Maybe next time I'll stand next to you as I move up to him and I stand next to him as he continues. I'm assuming. Right, and as you continue on, um, the rest of the bodies easy enough um, on on the second to last one you get about halfway up the chest and you could just see the eye twitch just a little bit but before long the rest of the bodies have completely disintegrated into ash and as soon as you finish there seems to be almost a slight gust of air that comes up from the mine itself and sort of takes away these ashes and disperses them into mm. the air It might not be uh, nice to inhabit, but... Yeah, next time I'll, I'll hold my breath. Yeah. It is a bit beautiful, though, don't you think? Yeah, in a way. I don't know, it's, um... I'm taken with it. The dust? Aye, as opposed to stone. Stone and stars, these things, they... rail against each other, the... The ashes, they... They're free. Blow away in the wind. Yeah. And I'll I'll lead us uh, toward the rail rail system. Okay. What? Yeah. (laughs) You hear... It sounds like someone knocking on your shield. I'll look at my shield. Okay. And as you look down and look on the inside, the inside is sort of this um, this metal that has a certain sheen to it. Uh-huh. And you can see it almost start to liquefy. What? And move and warp. And all of a sudden it solidifies again. Except in the reflection, you do not see your face. No. You see the face of Timmy. What? What? <laughs> Timmy? Hey, Flynn. How? Um... Hey, Free showed me how to do this. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, but I was just outside. Um, There's some people looking for you. Oh, crap. And that's where we're going to end this episode. What? No! Who? Who could it possibly be? Um, That is where we're going to call it. Who would be looking for Flynn? Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye, nerds. nerds.
Hey, nerds, it's Ethan. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe across whatever platform you're listening on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even on YouTube. Hey, we've got a YouTube channel. Um, Every week we post highlights and spotlights from the previous week. So if you are looking to get into the previous week's episode and get yourself excited for the Tuesday episode, be sure to head over and watch and listen to those. It's it's a great way to catch up. And uh, we can't wait to see you all over there. Bye, nerds.